What's the cold open? And then what um, are we going to talk about after? Well, Alex, the thing is, we don't plan the cold opens. It's like just our banter from opening up the show, getting warmed up. Yeah, you know, it could be something in there. It could be something in here. Yeah. You know, I might hit you with the, uh, oh, what's the cold open? And then <laughs> it'll be like, oh, this is the show. You know, uh, I, might, I might do that again. One. Kevin. Kevin, don't get too close to the mic, Alex. You're going to blow it out. Alex literally puts it in his mouth. Uh, This is the ongoing battle of the podcast is how close to the mic I want to get and how close to the mic you want me to be. I think you just need to like try to sit, sit up a little bit, you know, then I think you'll be good. Okay. Better? Worse? Yeah, yeah. Better. How many podcasts do you listen to where they start the first couple of minutes is, is just them getting adjusted on the mics? Well, Alex, uh, probably a lot a lot more than you would think because production is, you know, it's, a, it's an art. Yeah. And you need to have good, you got to have good posture, you got to have good positioning, you got to know where to be on the mic for, yeah. for great audio quality, especially now more than ever since we're doing digital fucking podcasting, you know? Maybe not yeah. totally ideal, but you know we're uh, we're doing it. I think it's always been digital podcasting, um, but video podcasting new. Fine, uh, distance podcasting. Long, oh, distance, long distance, long distance podcasting. Yeah, that's true. I will say it's been nice having the people get to see your uh, pretty face. Yeah, I've been getting messages. Everyone's been like, Kevin. This is this. Thank you. Thank you for the for the video. Yeah, because seeing Kevin is even it's like everyone loved you before. But now seeing you is like multidimensional. What are we talking about this week, Kevin? Uh, We're talking about Joe Biden farting. (laughs) Not talking about this. I already took it out. No one wants to hear about Joe Biden farting. I promise. I just think it's ironic that Kamala Parker Bowles last name Bowles. Uh, yep. Duchess of some made up Cornwall place. Just keeps running yeah. her mouth about it. Keeps fart shaming him. I say free, I, my, free my boy. He, he doesn't deserve <laughs> to be. He doesn't deserve to be fart shamed. And that's all we'll say about that. Yeah, let's normalize farting in public. I think that's yeah. that's the key here, especially at like uh, summits. I wish I was trying to find the audio for it. Like, there's, I, I don't oh, think the, it exists. Um, got it. But I didn't really look hard. But I, I want to. They, they're calling it a long fart. So like, I'm wondering, like. Sounds like a pretty How impressive. Long? Sounds like a pretty impressive fart, to be honest. And you know, might he might earn some respect. <laughs> How long could this fart possibly be? I don't know. I mean, if it's this a long, yeah. if it's a long fart, maybe like, maybe like seven seconds. Yeah, so seven seconds is pretty long. That's a super long fart. If we're going to be honest, at yes. the, especially at a, at a some sort of summit. Yeah, I just wish. What type was, of summit was this? What was the summit? Is at the climate summit, so you know uh, you, got, you got the old you're talking about natural gas emissions and our boys up there freaking emitting some natural gas, you know. Hell yeah! See, that's what I, that's why this, I wanted to talk about it. themselves. I wanted to get that bit off. Yeah, the natural gas climate summit. The woman, her last name is Bowels. You know, you couldn't. Resist. Yeah, it's like it's it's it just wrote itself. Um, Alex told me three times that he didn't want to talk about it, and then you know 
you know what I have to do? Just have to talk. Just train, <laughs> train's coming. Not listen. That's yeah. uh, Kevin. Never change. Um, you're in uh, Houston today. Oh yeah. This is a nice looking H- place behind you. H Town, yeah. What uh, brings you to H Town? Um, just passing through. We got friends here. Passing through. Um, shout out to Ellie and Eddie letting me stay at their place. Cool. Uh, Ellie's a graphic designer. Did you tell her that you were going to be recording the number one podcast in design in her? I did. Home? I and did. How... She was she was pretty stoked. Wow, that's that's exciting. Shout out to her. Shout out to Ellie. Um, are you doing anything while you're in Houston? Any sort of like Houston-ish type activities? Going to a um, Astros probably. game? No, Astros are done. Barbecue. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think it's probably just um, doing barbecue, getting tacos. I got some pho for lunch. It was pretty good. But apparently, they've got some good Vietnamese food here. Um, and it was it was it was great. And then uh, I I I came from Mississippi, and I was staying in Columbus, Mississippi, with um my friend's mom. Shout out Gina Hildebrandt, hosted me. We got some fried catfish. I I got wow. there. I got there, and there was gumbo on the stove. So what? you know, you and she, your friend's ho- mom. Yeah, she hooked it up in Mississippi. Yeah, in Columbus, That's Mississippi. Sick. Yeah, it was awesome. I would. I want to go. Back. There all weekend. No, I was just there Saturday. I left from Cincinnati Saturday morning. Drove like eight hours to Columbus, Mississippi. Um, got in there like three, three or four, and then yep, you know, uh, she drove me around, took me to the cemetery, showed me some cool houses. Houses were gorgeous there, like pre-Civil War, like beautiful. Um, wow, mom time. Yeah, and then we went out to eat, got some fried catfish, wow. hush puppies. Wow. Turnip greens, That's nice. Uh, Sick. Baked potato. Um, you know, got a couple beers. People then, are loving it at home. They're like, "Man, tell me more, Kevin. Tell me more." I mean, it it was pretty cool. I mean, shit, whatever, Alex. For those people that don't know, Kevin is doing a cross country road trip, where he started in Brooklyn and is uh, making his way from center east to center west. Is that is center west the final destination of this trip? Like technically, I'm gonna come back and yeah, I mean it's the furthest point. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. The first person to travel from one office of ours to the other office of ours. I know. I'm going to see as many people as I can in between. I'm going to be in Denver. I'm going to be in Denver at the end, at the end of it. So nice. Yeah. You're going to see Maddie? Yeah, I'm going to see Maddie. I'm, I think wow. I'm staying. I think I'm going to stay uh, at Whoa. Pete's family. I think I'm going to stay with Pete's family. Oh, you're going to stay at the Freemans? Yeah, I'm going to stay at the Freemans. Wow. The, the, that, bit, yeah. that, I mean, right, please podcast on the Freemans. Yeah, if you I'm sure, I'm, if you we can. will. I'm sure we will. I'm sure I'm we sure. will. I'm sure all the listeners at home will, will love that because they, they don't we, know who that we is. We can shorten this segment or whatever. Maybe not. but um, please, please do. Well, Kevin, uh, how long are you in Houston and, and, and where's next on the, uh, on well, the trip? Um, I leave Wednesday and I'm going to Austin and okay. I'm going to be there until Sunday. And then I'm going to drive to Arizona, take a couple days. I'm going to, it's a long drive. So I'm going to split it up and uh, do a little hike and camping. I'm not going to lie, Kevin. I'm not trying to make you a content creator, but I do feel like we could be getting some more content on the, uh, on the gram, on your yeah. personal gram, on front.center, just, you know, you in front of landmark signs, you know, just you. That's yeah. I got it. It's hard work and uh, it's, it's, it's for the people. Just remember. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand that. I've, I think maybe I've got some content coming. Okay. I don't know. It's My little, fu- little tease. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tease a little bit. I don't know. Like, I tried if to take not up, Kevin. I tried to take a couple photos from the road yesterday, and they just were shitty. So, yeah. 
listen, it's a full-time job, you know, being a, being an influencer. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard work out there, but, uh, I think the people would love to see you in Mississippi with someone's mom, you know, taking, you know, eating catfish. I feel like this, this is the type of content that. Yeah. I'm just trying to kind of enjoy the moment, to be honest. Yeah, I know. I know. That's hard. It's hard to balance those two things, you know? Yeah, no, I, I hear you, but you're being selfish is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you're trying to live in the moment. You're trying to, you know, not think about the, the community on Instagram and not think about Mark Zuckerberg. Honestly, you're not feeding the streets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you ready to talk yeah, about yeah, what's yeah. going on? We got some good stuff today. Yeah, we do. We had we some good go. stuff last week. I feel like good stuff is uh, is happening. I don't know if it's uh, what's in the water, but there's a uh, there's there's a lot of stories that I feel like are good front and center topics. Let's let's rock it. Yeah, let's go. All right. The first one is a new collaboration between two brands unveiled today. It's a return to Tiffany collection inspired by the original collection that launched in the 1960s. It is a collaboration between New York brands, Tiffany and Supreme. If you remember on the podcast, maybe a month ago, I remember we had Adam Garcia, maybe, maybe two months ago, we had Adam Garcia on the pod and we were talking about the not your mother's Tiffany campaign. We talked about how, LVMH had purchased Tiffany's and how they were trying to uh, give the brand an injection of uh, youthful energy. I made some predictions. I said that they might get a rebrand. And we talked about how they were trying to kind of think about the brand a little bit differently because it gotten a little dusty mm-hmm. in the uh, jewelry uh, closet or the jewelry uh, drawer. And uh, they are, uh, they're back at it. And this time they're partnering with Supreme Interesting thing to note here is that Supreme was also purchased by LVMH um, in January or no, sorry. Tiffany's was purchased by LVMH in January um, earlier. I think last year Supreme was bought by LVMH and um, the new CEO, his name is Alexandre Arnault, um, who kind of came from Ramoa, where he kind of combined sort of Off-White and Fendi and uh, Dior and sort of brought in sort of collaborations to the uh, luggage space. And now here he is kind of doing some cool stuff with Tiffany's Jay-Z and Beyonce and uh, now Supreme. So uh, the collection looks like jewelry. Um, one of the cool things about it, I think is that it says like, please return to, and then instead of Tiffany's, which was what the original jewelry said, it says Supreme and has the Supreme logo. So it says, please return to Supreme. Yeah, and so you can get a uh, a pearl necklace, a star bracelet, stud earrings, a, a knife key ring, which kind of looks like a weapon. That's so sick. And uh, a t-shirt. So, Kevin, uh, the question that we ask ourselves um, is: This cool? Does uh, does anyone care? And uh, are we kind of is this helping Supreme bring in some youthful energy? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I I don't really think I like Supreme. Yeah, I don't. I really don't like Tiffany's. I guess it makes sense that I don't like this brand or this this uh this collaboration. That's just not for me. But um, I mean, some of those pieces are kind of cool. Dudes wearing yeah. pearls are are definitely a thing now. Uh, shout shout out Jock Peterson for uh making that more of a thing. I guess. I mean, they look cool. They look pretty cool. Um, yeah. I would never buy this shit. It's it's above my pay grade, I'll say. Um, to be honest, no, I'm, it's a good point. I'm just kind of asking, like, my question is, like, why? Like, why, why is this necessary? I mean, I get it. Like, you know, you're trying to move 
make some money, move some shit, like, you know, increase yeah. your verticals, you know, all I that, all about, that jargon shit. But I, I think, it, I think it's less about selling product because I think they could, and they probably will sell product. They'll probably sell out, but I think it's more about sort of giving some sort of cool, and it's, it's like a brand exchange where like yeah. Tiffany like Tiffany's gets a little cool bit points. Yeah, get some cool points. And like Tiffany's is like trying to get cool points. And so LVMH is like, well, Supreme's cool. We'll just kind of bring them in to kind of rub off on, you know, Tiffany's and kind of do something that maybe helps that brand. I don't know if it helps Supreme, but I will say I agree. It probably with, does. With you, I don't Kevin. Know. Yeah, I thought some of the jewelry, it doesn't hurt them. They're kind of known for like off the wall, sort of like non uh, sort of uh, predictable collaboration. So I don't, I don't think this is like, gonna like take them down no. it's like supreme and like sort of uh jc penny it's kind of like you know I, I think they were able to make some cool pieces i agree with you my first like initial reaction to it was like Ugh, that like sounds like kind of just just not something that i want but and not not that i would really buy this anyway but i did think some of the pieces look kind of cool especially the pearl necklace like I yeah do think that's kind of a vibe that like tiffany's probably isn't sort of known for doing sort of that type of like men's type of jewelry. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of happy to see that there was no diamonds in there that not that I saw. Um, yeah, I got, I got a, you know, I got a particular bone to pick with uh, some blood diamonds. I think they're really bad. Um, yeah. I don't think they're good mm-hmm. for the earth, you know, yeah. not good for a lot of, a lot of things. And uh, when yeah. I first saw this, I thought this was kind of yeah. Tiffany saying like, okay, can we normalize blood diamonds? Um <laughs> And cool in the streets. Can we make uh, blood diamonds cool again? Like, yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. kind of fell off a little bit. They're pretty cool, but you know, yeah. I guess there's not any diamonds in there. And you know, shout out to them for that. But fuck Tiffany's. I don't know if I could say fuck Supreme. I kind of I I fuck with them a little bit, but I'm not. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put those words on them. But maybe if they're yeah. affiliated with LVMH, you know, I I guess we can probably say. I guess I can probably say fuck fuck that brand. And yeah, any, I mean, I think any brand that's under them. Yeah, I think it's an interesting thing. It's like, you know, obviously when you get purchased by a big conglomerate and they're sort of like loaning you out to whatever brand needs some juice. I I mean, how, you know, how many times can you do that before Supreme starts to maybe lose some of its juice? And I think one of the smart things about Supreme is that they have been built upon the sort of like no collaboration is off limits, like where they do Mm -hmm. like Hanes Boxers Supreme and they do Louis Vuitton Supreme and like that both of those make sense. So it's like, it's kind of an interesting thing where they can kind of deploy the brand to like give other sort of fashion brands or whatever beverage brands or whatever they have within the LVMH portfolio and kind of give it a little bit juice from Supreme. And I don't think it's going to like hurt Supreme. And I also think like, there's just so many people wearing Supreme and like it, it, it Supreme is losing its juice no matter what happens. I think it's just because of like stock X and like all this like collectibles and the people that kind of now just who, who is buying and wearing Supreme. So yeah. Fucking, I think ner- it's, fucking nerds are let's, let's get yeah. that. Let's get that straight. If you're wearing Supreme, yeah. you, you're probably a nerd. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big Supreme guy. I have a couple pieces, but I've never really been. Oh, huge, you have, I have a call. I have a couple pieces says Alex. I, I mean, I have like a button up shirt and I have like a bucket hat. Like I have a couple. I, have a hat. I, I know I have you, have some, hats. you have some tasteful Supreme things. Thank you. And I don't have the, any box logo. Yeah. Anything. I mean, to be honest, some of their stuff is pretty cool. Like I will give them that. Like so, they're a lot of their things are actually they 
you know, built the thing. They deserve the merit that they've received. But like anything in that in that sphere, it goes way too fucking far. In like yeah, in, in think- the in the hype in the hype sphere yes like and when anything becomes too hyped it becomes lame and i think that's just Mm -hmm. where we're at and with supreme but i think to be honest i talked about how like tiffany's basquiat jay-z beyonce like to me wasn't like helping their cool factor on that episode of front center back you know a couple months ago and i think this does i think supreme does still have enough of that sort of youth potion-ness that they're looking for here and I think it makes a lot of sense and kind of it's just a good idea. And I think they're just going to continue to start rolling out uh, collabs and doing cool young shit and just kind of hope that the brand uh, sort of feels exciting again. And I think that's, I think it's smart. I think it's a good strategy yeah. and it makes all the sense in the world. And um, I'm still waiting for that rebrand, but maybe they just, uh, just, you know, they don't, they don't do that. And they, what just you ta- keep, what do you, they keep collabing. You're, are you talking about Supreme rebranding? No, I'm talking about. Uh, oh, okay. I guess. Sorry, yeah. I was wasn't paying attention. Um, no, <laughs> welcome to the podcast, Kevin. You're uh, you're the host. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm one of the hosts. You're actually the co-host. Yeah. Um. How about this, Kevin? We're gonna move on to the next topic. You ready? Are you got any more thoughts there? Do you want one for Christmas? You want a locket? You no. want a, you want a pearl necklace? No. If you if I would get a pearl, I would get a pearl necklace, but definitely not from Tiffany's. Yeah, I think you would look great in a pearl necklace. I think. Yeah, I would, think I would. I think you. I think you would pull it off and. Uh, I think uh, maybe not a Tiffany's one, but I'm yeah. sure I'm sure, uh, you know, I'm sure yeah. Liz can can hook it up. I've been thinking about acquiring one for some time and it might yeah. it might just be the time. So support local small businesses. Yeah, this time. Like if you want to get a pearl necklace like and you want to be like a Rocky, go buy one from like a local vendor or someone that like could use the business and not from Tiffany's and LVMH and Supreme. You yeah, can, I guess my I guess my last I guess my last thought would be like you were talking about how like this doesn't hurt the brands or like whatever, but like, to be honest, like what really would hurt these brands? Like, I think they're, these, these brands are kind of giants and especially now that they are owned by a mega conglomerate. Um, I mean, Tiffany's has been a giant. They've been, you know, unfuckwittable for a while. Like um, Supreme Supreme's probably more recently in that, in that unfuckwittable type uh, type beat. But I mean, there's not really much you could do to these brands to like tank them. Like they've got such a legacy and like such a stupid following behind them that people uh, people cream their yeah, pants for these things. <laughs> they're kind of timeless. I agree. I mean, like I think they're they're pretty bulletproof. Um, and uh, but I do think Tiffany's needs some uh, sort of uh, revamping and some yeah. new juice and some new energy. I mean, but, yeah, but that's not to say that like there aren't people every holiday season buying necklaces, buying bracelets, buying charm stuff like from Tiffany's and they'll be fine. They'll both be fine. I'm not worried about any of them. Um, but I did think the jewelry was cooler than I expected. So yeah, good. Know, that's- I, I agree. I agree with that. Remember was- when we, we remember back when we were talking about Tiffany's and now we've just gone way too long here, but like you were saying like, if they want to upgrade, they should like reevaluate the actual product. And so in yeah. some ways this is, well, that's like my, that's kind of my ethos on a lot of, uh, a lot of the brands out there right now is like, if you really want to re- do something different, like you gotta, you gotta go, yeah. you gotta go to the roots, you know? Got it. You don't want to just like reskin it with a yeah. new package and just put it back out there. Don't do cosmetic changes. You gotta, you gotta really dig yep. deep and, you know, change from within, yep. but you know, and th- nobody's well, gonna, like, not many people are going to do that. So. 
Well, guess what? That's a perfect segue into our next topic, which is a rebrand of a very popular brand called Velveeta. And it is a complete, it's a brand refresh, uh, just as, um, you know, we were talking about sort of a, a major, a first major update in, in two decades uh, done by the team over at Jones Little's Richie, who continues to dominate the food and beverage uh, brand. They were the same people that did Pringles. They're the same people that did Burger King. And uh, yeah, the package design, which we'll put in the show notes for the people at home, which is a beautiful rebrand where they simply uh, reimagined the package in a sort of much simpler way. The main focus is less on sort of the uh, spoon and the sort of old classic logo and really more on the cheese. It is dripping with cheese um, and it, it, it looks like a, uh, a, a decadent comforting and pleasurable food uh, versus something that you might just kind of throw in the microwave and, uh, or throw on the stove. And what Alex is trying to say, it's, it's, it's bussin. Yes. I can't say is it, it's is it too, because I'm too old. I'm too old. Is it too wet? Like, is it too bussin is what you're trying to say. Is it, yeah. Is it too bussin? Like, I feel like it might be a little bit too, um, like it's these, too sexy. These noodles look a little like too wet, you know? Yeah. A little too steamy and drippy. And but gooey. is there such thing as that though? I That's don't know. You got to ask yourself, Kevin, yeah. is there such thing as too sexy when it comes to too wet. mac and cheese? Too yeah. wet, too, mm. too drippy. Well, mm. I think it's just like a lot of light, a lot of light hits on it. And to mm-hmm. be honest, I think it, I I kind of like it. I like this rebrand. I th- yeah, I me too. They, I know they ditched the uh, that stupid ass circle. Um, yep. Always a good move. Gradients. Yep. They uh, put the little swoop up in the T. That's that's a nice move. And then they just simplified it. That's it's it was it's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely looking real cheesy. Like yeah. When Cardi B said macaroni in a pot, this is what she was talking yep. about. <laughs> I was going to say, um, if you're interested in having sex with mac and cheese, Velveeta is what? now officially what the, fu- what the fuck the brand. What? <laughs> what the f- Nobody's having sex. What are you talking about? Sex with mac and cheese? What? What think- do you think that song was about? It's so when she says like macaroni in a pot, she's referring yeah. to like the sound of a WAP. She's not oh. talking about having sex with macaroni. She's talking about what? Yeah, she's saying that her. Her WAP is so whoppy that it sounds like macaroni. <laughs> that it sounds like you're stirring macaroni. I thought she was saying it felt like macaroni if you were to uh, have sex with it. I mean, probably too. I mean, it's I, like yeah. I, I mean, I, I think we need to settle this. Call in five one six two three six six one seven nine. Call in the hotline and uh, is you know is 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 Cardi B talking about the sound of mac and cheese or is she talking about the sort of the 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 texture the feeling well that's like the, that's the original cheese. that's the original internet joke is like um i think it comes from a vine maybe or like maybe it's a youtube video and it's like some kid the original yeah like the first the first ever um macaroni reference to that <laughs> but I, okay. it might be the, it might be the first one i don't know we can put it in the show yes. notes we'll try to find it but it's um it's it, i think it's a it's, it's somebody stirring mac and cheese, and it's like, if it don't sound like that, I don't want it. Okay, okay, okay. So you're talking about the sound. All right, maybe. Uh, but, you know, we'll, I guess we'll find out. I guess um, 
the feeling of mac and cheese, warm and all that yeah. is pretty good yep. too. So G- gooey and uh, delicious. So I mean, maybe, listen, maybe it's a double entendre. I think it may be, but again, I want to just put it out there. On what other show, on what other podcast are you going to get a a rebrand analysis where we're talking about the typefaces, we're talking about the photography, talking about the colors, talking about reduction, and we then immediately sort of start uh, talking about having sex with mac and cheese. I mean, honestly, that is, um, that's only, only us. And that's what the show is. That's why, that's, that's, that's why we exist. Yeah, someone's got to, someone's got to say this mac and cheese on the front of this packaging is beautiful. The, the typography is gorgeous. The simplicity, the gradients are gone. The shadows are gone, but most importantly, that looks like mac and cheese you want to have sex with. Yes. Um, and if this video gets over 2000 likes and our podcast yeah. gets over a thousand downloads, Alex yep. will have sex with Mac and cheese. Oh, definitely. A hundred percent. I mean, yes, li- I think, I think we can all say that liquid gold is, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Um, shout out to JK. This is how you do it. Honestly, you take a brand and you don't, you know, you just make it that much better and you, uh, clean it up and flatten it and, better type and better organization and yeah. less, less, less gradients and, uh, and, and a typeface. I'm sure I, I'm interested to see the full brand system because from this Thailand article and um, I couldn't find much else out there on the internet for the full broader branding system for mm-hmm. Velveeta. Um, there's a couple of pictures of like multiple packaging, uh, you know, designs, but uh, I didn't see kind of the full, like, uh, at home or kind yeah. of the classic sort of a case study from JKR. So when that does come out, I'm excited, but this is as far as like packaging rebrand mm-hmm. update, pretty good. This, this is pretty. Spectacular. Yeah. And I think um, circling back to the having sex with the macaroni on the box, I think yes. that that is also, that is probably one of the ultimate compliments you can give. Oh my God. From a packaging design perspective. Cause you know, yep. like you want to make the product look good. Right. You want to make it look sexy. You want to make it sing. And they did that. And by us being complete, you know, savages and idiots and, you know, making this, <sighs> saying this stuff, you know, it's, it's, high, it's high praise is what you're it's saying. A, it's quite a compliment. It's well, chef, I mean, I think one of, the thing, one of the things that like often we run into when it comes to package design is like, we don't want to put images of the product on the package because it always looks a little dated and it looks a little like the before photo here on the Velveeta package for you design. But if you find a way to make it look that sexy on the front of the package, then you know what, then it just is, that's just, that's just, you know, that's just game breaking game changing type stuff. I did like also that they are sort of doing a, they're trying to like do this like playful take on luxury and sort of making uh, Velveeta a little bit more reverent and they got Harmony Corinne, uh, from uh, kids and spring breakers uh, to do the commercial. So uh, really? shout out to, yeah, shout out mm. to Johannes that's Leonardo good. and uh, you know, JKR and all the people over there taking Velveeta and putting it in a, in a, uh, in, in the right direction, I think. Yeah. Putting it in a real good spot. Yeah. And really the best, <laughs> the best spot. And you know what that, you know what that means? Craft macaroni and cheese. Step it up. I notice. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. You know? um, I gotta say, Here's a here's a good video clip special. This will be maybe I'll splice this in somehow. But uh, my yeah, face, yeah, yeah. my face when I see the Vel- new Velveeta packaging. <laughs> I gotta say, 
over the quarantine when when covid really fucking hit hard and i was like stuck in my apartment for you started having some time. wild thoughts about velveta um i had more <laughs> mac and cheese over the course of those like three and a half months than i've had in possibly my entire life Damn. it really like it it really um it felt good no good for you thank you um next topic kevin what are we talking about I don't know. Who's I'm hosting in, this podcast? I'm in full screen mode, so like I'm not in the dome. Okay, fine. I'll host the podcast. Breaking news, Kevin. The McRib is back. Yes, let's go. I mean, here's the thing, Kevin. I feel like we've been only doing this podcast. Is this the 25th episode? Hard to say. I'll count. Should we start putting <laughs> should we start putting numbers on our episode? I think we should. I think yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll like take UFC. The, we'll take we'll take this off, Mike. But yeah, you we're uh podcast number twenty-five. And uh, I believe this is the, the second potentially. I think this is the second time that the McRib has come back. We, I think we should keep a running tally how many times right, the McRib yeah, yeah. has come back. Yeah. Because I feel like it comes back every three months. Just when I thought it, I was out, they pull yeah. me back in. <laughs> Announcing the return of the cult favorite sandwich at the end of September. First and foremost, it's November. So when is this the, article? Does anybody actually like the McRib? I don't know. Is it good? I feel like I've had it a bunch of times and it's always been fine. Yeah. Have you, I can't even remember if I've ever had it. I remember they used to give us some shit at school that looked like McRibs. Who knows? It might've been the same shit. Um, do you know that, uh, remember that controversy a couple years ago with um, the McRib having like yoga mat in it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you like ever, a s- small yeah. percentage of yoga mat? Honest. I want to have it. I haven't had one in probably a decade, so I think I'm interested. It's coming back November 1st, so um, it's, it's back the already. sandwich's it's 40th back. anniversary. It's back, baby. <laughs> it's back, baby. The McRib. Put on the list of things we say we want to try on the podcast. Yeah, not, many people know, not many people know this, but um, they're still using that same, uh, that same batch of McRib they, they made 40 years ago. Yeah. They, they, made, they made like seven metric tons of it, and they're still just you know shitting it out of that little... <laughs> little uh, little shit press they got there. Make, make it into little patties. So, um, yeah, it's the 40th anniversary of the McRib. And uh, to celebrate the return of the cold favorite sandwich, um, this article did say the end of September and then says November 1st. So uh, shout out to Yahoo News for uh, fucking up here. Um, I thought it was you for a second, Kevin. I was like, oh, man, Kevin. But I just, you, we just copied and pasted. They're back with a big idea. You ready for the big idea to celebrate the uh, 40th anniversary? Yep. NFTs. Yeah. Oh, here, here's a meme. Uh, nobody, nobody at all. McDonald's. <laughs> McRib NFT. <laughs> Fans who enter through via Twitter sweepstakes will have the chance to win a digital version of the fan favorite sandwich, all much as saucy as the McRib itself, with 10 winners announced on November 12th, the company revealed in a press release. Yeah. So... Uh, the McRib is uh, considerably less fuckable than the Velveeta mac and cheese. A hundred percent. I agree. It's not a sexy. Scale. No, not even close. No. I mean, it could be. I think photography-wise, like if they were if they were on their p's and q's, I think they'd be. Uh, they could do this. Um, but it's this photo of the NFT is legitimately <laughs> just looks like the photo from the menu board, and it's just like in a gold room or something. <laughs> it's just like. How dumb are people that this excites anyone? Yeah. A JPEG of a McRib sandwich, which is been coming back every six months for the last 40 years. Yeah. I and will it's say an average sandwich at best. Yeah, it's it's a pretty bad sandwich, I'm not gonna lie. 
they they have pickles on it, but you know they're very very skimpy with those pickles at McDonald's. You get you're getting yeah. like one or two maybe. Um, I will say that we do shit on NFTs a lot here. Um, yeah. And to be honest, like I don't really know that much about NFTs. I think most of them yeah. are kind of stupid. I followed that page that Griff told us to follow at NFT, and okay. Uh, you know, it's just it's just dumb. But I will say that there are some cool NFTs out there. Like I don't really understand why they're cool, but they they look pretty cool. And I think like the artists making them are cool, and like it'd be good to support them. But just there's so many bad NFTs. Yeah, I think that's the thing that like there's yeah yeah I'm I'm confused by is like why there's certainly some really dope digital artists out there, and yes. I want to say that like. Some of those people, Griff included, are making some incredible digital artwork and they're doing some yes. incredible stuff that I could understand why you would want to own mm-hmm. or you would want to yes. pay top dollar for. Yes. We are not what? we are not um any Shaming. incredible digital artist. We are yes. not we are not coming for you. We are supporting no. you. We are coming right. for we're we're coming for uh cyberpunk and uh sp- space champs and all those other dumb fucking ones. Yes. I don't understand why someone would pay $530 million for a cyberpunk T JPEG. I just, I'm, I'm still not able to put my head around that. I, I just don't know, don't Alex. Get it. it sounds and like maybe that hate. makes me sort of. It sounds like you're hating from outside of the club and you can't even get in. It, it is. And honestly, maybe this is the moment where I am old and out of touch. And because I've always prided myself on being got my finger on the pulse, right? My feet on the pavement, my ear to the streets of what's going on. And I will say this whole Web3 metaverse NFT futures coming has gotten me a little shaky where I'm like, I'm not, I'm not here for this. And I don't understand this. And like, why are we paying 50? million dollars for jpegs i don't get it um i'm out on nfts i don't own a single one of them i get it if you want to make some quick money by flipping it but i don't i don't have a hundreds atom bomb nft is my icon and and, and i feel left out uh, i don't think it's that bad um i'm not totally out on nfts well, i have i have i feel like i'm gonna have an open mind about them um i don't personally own any like I said before in the podcast, uh, you know, kind of out of my pay grade a little bit. Um, but, but you could own one for 10 bucks. I mean, like, it's not like you can't buy a hundred dollar NFT. Like they exist. It's just the question is like, I'm, I'm just not true. there yet. Yeah, that's and, true. Like, and, and I got to say, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Um, but again, maybe, maybe I'm just being uh, a bit of a hater from outside the club, as Kevin said. And maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like an old man. You know, screaming at cloud, being like, you know, these JPEGs, why are you buying them, kids? But uh, I'll see. Are they here for the? That's my the question is, are they here for, for a while, or is this a fad? And the Mick Rib NFT is 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 making me think that this is uh, this is not this is not going to be a legitimate thing. Maybe we should do some sleuthing and figure out who buys the Mick Rib NFT, and then we should have them on the podcast and ask them why they bought it. So Kevin, one of the things I did see was that like cyberpunk NFT was purchased for like the highest price in the history of NFTs. Mm-hmm. And then like within 24 hours, they realized that like the guy who bought it was also the guy who sold it. So he was like, 
they, it was big news and sort of was like inflating the prices Hell yeah. by buying it and selling it to himself. So, you know, that makes me think this whole thing's a scam. Well, you know what they say, Alex, uh, the market regulates itself. So I don't know. So, it is what it is. But, but the future is here. And uh, that means, uh, you know, what's the only thing worse than a real live McRib sandwich is a JPEG of the <laughs> image from the menu. <laughs> um, that's that's just that's, my that's personal just facts. opinion. Um, speaking of more uh, food things that no one needs, um, Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs cereal has a collaboration with Cause, the street artist. I once had brunch next to him in Williamsburg um, at uh, Aurora. Uh, great nice. place. Um, I didn't really like. He was there with his his wife and and kid, so I was like. We were, you know, sometimes where you sit at like brunch and you're like so close to someone's table that like you might as well be at the table with them together. They can yeah. hear every part of your conversation. That was kind of thing. And I was like, oh, that's definitely cause. I recognize what he looks like. And he was wearing his sort of like signature hat. And I didn't really make, I didn't, I didn't really say much to him. I think I, when he was walking out, I was like, hey, you know, fan of your work, maybe something. Are, are you a fan of his work? I mean, I hit him with the big fan. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I think, good for you I, for gassing him up, Alex. That's that's. Big I think of, I was. I think I'm you. respectful of him as an artist. I think I'm certainly not buying cause toys because mm-hmm. I'm 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 a grown adult and uh, I don't necessarily collect toys outside of Quakeway, and I collect package design. Um, I'm not really. You, you remember when they had the Drake tour of his house? No, I don't actually. Oh, uh, this is a great Google. Drake like bought this insane house in Toronto and it was like a museum and everything was gold and everything was like so over the top. And like by the door, he had like two like four foot cause toys by like the front door. And uh nothing screams, I'm an 18-year-old boy living in the suburbs, like a cause toy. So yeah. Um for me, that's not for me, but I respect him as like, you know, he's done some pretty cool shit. Like I think um, his artwork in the beginning was super rad. Like I really love some of the like paintings he's done. I even like some of the like cause companion, like ex, you know, exhibitions. Like I think he's, I think he's, I super respect the guy and his work. I'm just, I'm not going to buy it. And I'm also not going to go out of my way to get the Reese's peanut butter puffs collaboration. Yeah, I mean this this collaboration doesn't really make that much sense. Like, why? Like, why is this happening? Like, do we need this? No. Like, it doesn't really check any of the boxes that like make any collaborations work. Like, this just seems like somebody was like in that boardroom being like, "We got to do something big this year. Like, we got to shake it up." What could we get? Cause like, let's get let's do like a box with cause like. It's just like a, this could be like a limited edition box, probably, right? They're they're not going to circulate that. I think it's a limited edition product packaging. I don't know. You know, it'd be cool um, is if the cereal was all in the shape of whatever the fuck his statue is. (laughs) It's the the demented Mickey Mouse. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, the, the, I agree with you. The collaboration doesn't really make a lot of sense. I feel like it's just like, we're general mills and like this is a brand that's become like culturally somewhat relevant because it was like popular in the early 2000s or 90s and they did the travis scott box which 
Uh, shout out to Jeff Cardos for putting that on the wall back there. I should probably take it down. Right, Kevin? I don't know. Travis Scott canceled. I don't know. Just leave it now because we're going to. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. We're gone forever. Okay, um, cool. So the natural progression is like once you're done with the Travis Scott Reese's collab, go get cause. Because I think that was successful. And I think they, here's the thing. They're like, oh, if we do this, we're going to become a collectible on StockX. And then Hypebeast is going to write an article about us. All these things of which are happening. It so, happened, yeah. I mean, I, I guess, you know. It, you it you like Reese's Puffs? No. Dude. What? Yeah, they're great. Why don't you really? Not, what's, not to, what's not to like? I think it's hard for me to like get excited about candy cereal. Like I think candy is its own thing. Cereal is its own thing. Like I get that like all candy is pretty much just cereal in milk, but I try to stay a little classic in my cereals. I like cinnamon toast crunch. I like lucky charms. I like that, corn the, pops. Like those, those are, are, those are fucking candy though. Like you're just like, Oh, I hate cereal. That's candy. Like, and then you just name off a fucking cinnamon toast crunch. Like that's your number no. one. Like that's just candy. It's covered in sugar. Like, no, what, are you, what are you talking about? I recognize that, but I like the facade or the like make believe that like I'm eating a balanced breakfast and I'm having cinnamon toast crunch. What are you also, talking? I just, I just like, don't miss me with like, like we don't need, like we have cinnamon toast crunch Cheerios, you know, we have, we have enough cereal that tastes like candy. That's delicious. And you put it in milk and it's fantastic. Like I love Reese's peanut butter cups. Like don't get me wrong. Reese's pieces. Fantastic. But I just don't, Hmm. I don't know. Peanut butter, chocolate. You know, you I, never, it's not for me. Hmm. You're, you never like, you, you never hit that with like uh, some, some fucking whole milk, you know, and just have like, you know, a bowl, you have a bowl and a half and you never, you never hit that in the morning. Maybe not in the morning, but like you, you never, you, you tell me you never, you don't like that. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I don't have that kind of stuff in my house. Like I just, I just, I don't. Well, yeah. I don't um, either. But like, you know, sometimes I'll buy it for like a, you know, a little treat. I mean, yeah, if I'm doing that, here's what I'm saying. If I'm getting cereal as a treat, I'm going to Lucky Charms. I'm going to like I'm going to the classics. I'm not going to yeah. like Hershey's Kisses cereal. Yeah. Like get get that out of my face. Like what are your what are your I'm, thoughts on um Jolly Rancher cereal, Jesus Sour Christ. Patch I, Kid cereal? Like there's all no. this like donut cereal. Like, no, come on. We have there are enough great cereal products. Yeah. I mean, Lucky Charms is probably the goat. I think no, absolutely not. Fruit Loops, got to put that up there. Now, what do you? Th- what are your thoughts okay. on? What's your Matt, Ru- what, what are you, what are you, Matt, Ru- Matt Rushmore of cereals? Go. Um, I would say I'm throwing Reese's Puffs in there. Um, Captain Crunch. Um, I like you know all the Captain Crunch is good. Like uh, Wildberry or what? Fuck, uh, berries. I don't. I can't even remember which ones. Um, but I like Fruity special- Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. Oh, no, fuck about? that. No. No. No, fuck. I don't like fruity cereal. Okay. Um, I like uh, Special K Chocolatey Delight. I think that one's pretty good. Frosted Frosted okay. Mini Wheats. How many? Um, I mean, <laughs> there's only four fucking places on Mount Rushmore, Kevin. How many times do we play this game? You always. I'm you, doing you, five. I don't. Okay. Ab- I don't abide by the classic Mount Rushmore facade. Okay. I th- mm-hmm. I don't. I don't agree with Mount Rushmore. I don't think those okay. guys are. I don't think those guys really deserve it. Problem. Um, yeah, it's it's on soil land too. So like, fuck that. <laughs> Mount Rushmore's canceled, Alex. So that's what in protest. Uh, in protest, I do five. Tricks? Is that what you're thinking? Tricks? No, I hate. No, fuck that. <laughs> I'm I'm talking about Captain Crunch, Wild Bears, okay. 
Okay. Let me look. Let me look up what Captain Crunch. Okay. Let me uh, give me uh, while, while we're doing this. Okay. It's very clear. It's what? What is that? Oh, okay. Uh, that's just the sounds of Green Point Brooklyn, baby. Lucky Charms number one, Cinnamon Toast Crunch number two, uh, Fruit Loops number three, and number four. I'm going with the classic Frosted Flakes. Yeah, those okay. are the classics. Okay, um, it's Crunch Berries, and Crunch. I would like to. I would like to put Cinnamon Toast Crunch in, on my on, okay. as a as a as finally something that makes sense in, in no particular order, but it'll be the sixth on my mm. Mount Rushmore. Okay. <laughs> but I got a lot. I got a lot of love for crunch berries. Okay. Are you here for this Wendy's turning its frosty into a cereal? See, this is what I'm saying. Like we no, can't, we've gone probably, fully probably mad. Not. Probably yeah, not. That's like that. That's what Reese's Puffs are to me. That's no, just like Wendy's not. frosty cereal. We didn't talk about this on the podcast. So this is uh, this came out October 5th, my birthday, 2021. So this is a new, somewhat new story about Wendy's taking there and Kellogg's doing a collaboration with Wendy's frosty cr- chocolatey cereal. Yeah, you like Wendy's. I do like Wendy's. I'm. I do you like, like Frosty. You like Wendy's nuts are in your face. Fuck you, Kevin. You got me. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's probably where we should end the show. I don't see. Wait, too, isn't there? Back a, isn't there, there? Isn't there another topic? I mean, are you gonna end, is, is it gonna end the show better than that ending? I don't know. How long have we been doing this for? I couldn't tell you. You're the you're the producer, you. Kevin. Yeah, shit. I need to. Yeah, I need to. I actually probably do need to have like a. A stopwatch going just to make a sure running time just to know we're yeah. not going for four hours. Okay, fine. You want to do the last the last topic? What is the last topic? <laughs> it's a math teacher in Taiwan who has turned to an unlikely source to get people to pay attention to his math lessons and has put his um his uh his tutoring videos on Pornhub. Mm-hmm. And uh Pretty this is a story from Insider Business Insider math teacher hosting his lessons on Pornhub to market his tutoring services to college students. To college, all right. Like this makes that that makes it a little bit better. Um, Despite being fully clothed, Chang is now a verified Pornhub performer with more than sixty nine hundred subscribers. Nice, nice. I knew that. Nice. nice. Um, he's ranked six hundred and eighty five on the platform, and he hasn't posted a single new video. Well, um, his videos tend to last around forty minutes and net around twenty thousand viewers per clip. Damn. Um, well, it sounds tagline, like you ready for the tagline, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin? You want to hear the tagline? Please. Um, play hard, study hard. Oh hell yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, it sounds like he's trying to get um, trying to sounds like he's probably trying to pivot his career from like boring old math teacher to content creator. Mm-hmm. You know, even if he just keeps doing the math on Pornhub, like and he keeps racking yeah. his views up. I'm sure he's going to start making some some good money on that. Um, I'm I, I'm here for it. I mean, like, I think it's it's a it's a good platform. Like I watched. um <laughs> Me and my me and my friend tried to watch Hamilton, and uh, that's where we we watched it on Pornhub. <laughs> that's where it was the full like the yeah. performance from Broadway. Yes, yeah. no, no, no. The uh, the movie we had we had. Well, actually, is it a movie? There's no movie. No, there was they no. did like a Disney did like a Disney did a thing, right? Yeah, they, Disney did a thing, and it was a live performance. Um, so we watched that. It was a live on- performance from Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever. It was a live performance. Got it. And that was on Pornhub? Yeah, it was on Pornhub. And we tried to watch it and we got like we got like 10 minutes in and couldn't do it. Um we, we got distracted. We we ended up watching some other videos. <laughs> just watching some other videos <laughs> with the boys. 
Um, this is, um, I just want to say shout out to this guy because this is some big brain thinking, obviously, you know, math, math teacher, you know, trying to find new ways to get his, uh, college students to pay attention to his videos. How do I reach these kids? How do I reach these youth? How do we do it? Um, if only there was a way, um, Kevin, I thought this was a good opportunity for us to do some uh, weekend update, uh, late night joke writing. This is, um, you know, your favorite show SNL, uh, which did you watch this weekend, right? You loved it. I did not watch. Um, so you ready? I'll be uh, calling Justin B. Michael Chai. What's the deal with Pornhub? <laughs> a math teacher in Taiwan has turned to Pornhub to set himself apart from the online tutors and get his target audience college boys. The sessions were great, but tutoring uh, students were just skipping to the end to get to the answers quicker. <laughs> I fucked it up. I can't even do it. Fucking. They said it was. They said it was informative, but he lasted a little bit too long. <laughs> The sessions were great, but they had to shut it down because the students were only learning about 2.5 minutes per session. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. That's a good Thank one. Thank you. The, he, uh, <clears throat> the uh, a teacher in Taiwan has turned to Pornhub to set himself apart from online tutors and get to his uh, target audience of college boys. He had uploaded 230 math lessons. None have been watched for more than 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Someone clip it. Send it to SNL. Can yeah. actually someone clip me out and put me uh, put Kevin and I in the, the weekend update set? And I bet I could. I bet I could figure that out. Just send us directly to Lauren Michaels, and uh, we'll 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 be ready to go. Yeah. What's the deal with math Kevin. on Pornhub? I, I keep trying like to pay attention a... to the lesson, but I keep seeing other videos to watch. Yeah, I mean, I'm distracted. Like yeah, this is. Uh... <laughs> This is honestly, it's a good idea. I like this. I love this story, but it just, it just reeks of, uh, you know, sort of a weekend update fodder on, uh, you know what we're going to do, Kevin, maybe just do a super cut of every late night host, like Seth Meyers and, uh, you know, sort of, uh, Jimmy Kimmel doing their, like their bits for this, for this joke. Cause this, this will find its way around. I guarantee yeah, yeah. if it hasn't already. Yeah. I'll look into it. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I may or may not do that. So. Well, the story actually was from November 3rd. So I guess it probably happened if it were to happen. Yeah. So. Good. Good for that guy. Shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, shout out to him. Should we be a good name? teacher? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Taiwanese, Taiwanese math tutor. I'm going to go to his Pornhub. I'll put oh, the. Oh, por- have you seen? I'll have put you it. seen the, uh, the image at the top, the, the art. Mm-hmm. The what's, his, what's his name on Pornhub? Uh, his name on is Chang. HSU math six, six, six. So yeah, I mean, innovation. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. It's got rules. Um, a math teacher in Taiwan has turned to porn up to set himself apart from other online tutors and get his target audience. They had to shut the site down because all the students were getting hundred percent scores all the students were definitely scoring um it's it's funny because they i'm on i'm on i'm on his video right now you know um but like you go on there and like you just get like an aggressive ad right off the bat when you click there you know whatever they're the cams or whatever they're putting out there um and then what's the best is it starts off with that like classic introduction music like the Oh, the Pornhub. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever it is. 
and then it and goes then into the math. Yeah. So good for <laughs> whatever him. it is that you're in a, you've never said it before. Uh, I mean, here's the thing: it's a streaming platform, and it's got millions of viewers. That's mm-hmm. guaranteed. Why shouldn't more people take advantage of this platform? I bet brands have tried. Like, I think was there a story back in the day where there's like a brand was like premiering its new advertising on Pornhub? No, Velveeta. No, no brand. Velveeta. Match <laughs> made in heaven. That's, no, br- no brand. That's how you is, close the- no brand is cool enough to be on Pornhub. Let's just get that straight. I think there's probably a brand that has has. Yeah, maybe, maybe. All right, let's 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 end this fucking show. Hey, Kevin, thank you for joining. It's incredible um, to be here with you. What uh, what are we gonna where are we, where are we gonna see you next? Probably Austin. Yeah, I'll Austin. Be in Austin. Okay, so you're yeah. you're still gonna be in uh, still gonna be, gonna be in Texas. I mean, t- Texas is fucking huge. It's gonna take me a minute to get out of here. <sighs> well, Kevin, uh, until next time, hit us with that Cardi B, baby. I said certified free, seven days a week, wet ass pussy, make that pullout game weak, yeah, 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 you fucking with some wet ass pussy, bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy, give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy, beat it up nigga, catch a charge, extra large and extra hard, put this pussy right in your face, swipe your nose like a credit card, Hop on top, I wanna ride. I do a giggle, runnin' inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This pussy is wet, come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. That's role play, I wear disguise. I want you to park that big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it cream, make me scream. I don't public, make the scene. I don't cook. I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me. Quit yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I run down on them before I have a nigga running me. Talk your shit, bite your lip. Ask for a car while you ride that dick. Why you really ain't never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots, hang your coat, fuck this wet ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. Now make it rain if you wanna see. Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep stroke, I need a handy drink, I need a weed smoke. Not a garden snake, I need a king cobra with a hook in it, hopefully lean over. He got some money, then that's where I'm headed. Pussy A1, just like his credit. He got a beer, well, I'm trying to wet it. I let him taste it, now he diabetic. I don't want to spit, I want to go, I want to gag, I want to choke. I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. My head game is fire, Bunani Dasani is going and drying, it's coming outside. Yeah, I run on that thing, the cuz behind me, I spit on his mic and I hit you. Your honor, I'm a freak bitch, handcuffs, leashes Switch my wig, make him feel like he cheating Put him on his knees, give him something to believe in Never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat In the food chain, I'm the one that eats you If he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder Big D stand for big demeanor I can make you bust before I ever meet you If it don't hang, then he can't bang You can't hurt my feelings, but I like pain If he fuck me and ask who's is it When I ride the dick, I'ma spell my name Yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy Now from the top, make it drop, that's some wet ass pussy Now get a bucket and a mop, that's some wet ass pussy I'm talking wop, 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 that's some wet ass pussy Macaroni in a pot, that's some wet ass pussy, huh?